Another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy Real Talk Marv. You know, happy Sunday to everybody. You know, shout out to France who won the World Cup a few minutes ago and stuff like that. Shout out to Serena Williams. She didn't win the Wimbledon, but coming back pregnancy and all of those surgeries she had, she finished number two, so that's a good luck. You know what I'm saying? We have a beautiful cast in the building today. I'm going to have my boy introduce himself. It's your boy Cliff Robin on. It's Amanda, a.k.a. Greedy Gut. Send the karma. Lala Desdemona, a.k.a. Asherah. That's what's up, that's what's up. So, we're going to allow our guests to, like, you know, tell, tell the audience a little about themselves, what they got going on. Well, you know, I, I do music a little something. I do social media. A little bit of activist. A little bit of entertainment. That's I just chop it up, mix it up. That's what's up. What kind of music do you do? Hip-hop. Hip-hop? Yeah. Nice. What about you? I work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We'll take it. I do some music too, but every now and then, but basically a little bit of activism, poetry. So as Art. far as activism, like, you know, let us know, you know, briefly, like, what what is the cause that you champion? I, I champion people being enlightened and learning. I feel like more people learn more changes can happen because I feel like people just don't know what the hell be going on. They just be going with the waves and shit. Yeah. Take the time out and look and see what's in front of you and maybe apply some thoughts to it. Yeah. Research. And I feel I feel like we always try to have conversations about, you know, the different things going on, the different issues people are facing and also what's affecting our community. I feel a lot of times you know, like you said, people ride away, but people don't inform themselves, people don't get themselves mm-hmm. educated, you know what I'm saying? So our first topic is going to be, you know, the fear of being different, you know? I feel like in our community, it, it, it's ironic that, you know, we're always screaming that we hate to be discriminated against, we hate to be targeted, mm-hmm. you know, just for being ourselves, but then we turn around and we act exclusive or exclude certain people in our own communities people who, who share our skin tone, but then we, we put them in different boxes because of different things, you know what I'm saying? So the first sub-question is, why do black people have such a sense of homophobia? And we'll have our guests speak first. Personally, I think a lot of it is because of religion. They are hammered, have these religious views hammered into their heads from youth, and a lot of the religious views are surrounded with a lot of homophobia and gender biases. So that's what I think personally. What about you, Senator? Um, I feel the same. I mean, as far as uh, religion, I, I do a lot of activism against uh, the religions because I just feel like they certify like people to go out and kill my people. Like they don't they don't stand up and be like, don't do this. You're not. You're not serving the hand of the Lord when you do that. I mean, it's just like, oh, another transgender got killed, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you know what's crazy to me? is just like, you know, people like to loosely apply religion when it's, it seems more suitable for them, you know? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. They, they use religion to keep us bounded in slavery, to think that slavery was okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes people use religion and be like, oh, you shouldn't live a certain lifestyle. But then, you know, sometimes our clergy people are over there, you know, they're sleeping with everybody in their congregation, but they're telling us, oh, premarital sex is a sin. You know, cheating on your partner is a sin. You know what I'm saying? What do you guys feel? I feel it's religion as well. Absolutely. That definitely plays a part in it. Um, I agree with what they're saying. I feel like it's religion, but I also feel like, um, you know, the African-American community, we don't educate ourselves about homophobia and, and what's going on. Like we, we set it to grow up in these standards and you know be one way. So the education process we don't we don't understand it. So a lot of people just have negative consultation towards it. But I, the whole minority community 
we're going to speak specifically to African Americans or blacks or whatever people want to identify. I don't even see myself people like just being Afro these days. I don't understand that. I don't know. This shit is crazy, but our people need education. And in and, and this day and age, there ain't no reason for us to not have it. You could pretty much research and do anything on a damn computer. Willful ignorance. And another thing is, I, what bothers me so much is this, like, why are we so concerned about what other people are doing in their bedroom? It, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why do we feel like to go out of our way to, like, you know, whatever someone's doing behind closed doors, we make it our business to be in their business and to be like, oh, that's not right. You're not doing what's right. But it's like, yo, how does it affect you personally? That's, right. that's what bothers me so much. To me, I feel like it really shouldn't even be no term of, like, gay, lesbian, but all of that is just like, it's just sex. Like, so, I mean, people do sexual acts, it's just sexual acts. Why you gotta get a whole freaking label? I mean, what they call dick suckers? Like, what they, I think sometimes a lot of people do have a problem with embracing people who are different from them. Yeah. Like I just, the one thing that used to bother me, um, I have a lot of um, homosexual friends. One thing that bothers me when you tell a straight person, oh, you know, I have friends and they go, oh, as long as he don't touch me, I'm okay. And you're like, yeah. what, what are you talking about? Why do they feel like why it's a hyper... Hypersexualization because yeah. someone is not the same sexual orientation. That hurts like, my nerves. Me, I, that always makes me laugh because it's just like, you know, not every woman I see wants me, so not right. every gay woman is going to want me. It's going to touch you. That, that bothers but, me. So, so why do people all of a sudden, because someone's, you know, loves the same sex, you you automatically feel like you're so appealing. Like right. you're going to be the person that they can't keep their composure around. Exactly. I, I had a problem with um, my landlords. Her husband came up. Do some plumbing in my shit, and um, this motherfucker gonna go home back to her talk till I'm flirting with him and shit. Right, look, look. I'm sure you don't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm in my house. I'm in my little nightgown. What I'm doing what the fuck I do, making my shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where are you, where you coming from with that? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm, I'm supposed to get dressed up for you or something? Right. <laughs> and, and, and to me, it's just like, to me, it's an insecurity within oneself. If you can't be comfortable around someone that's different than you, Right. It's not anything wrong that they're doing. It's within yourself. You gotta it's check yourself. Yeah. It's projection. It's and, and to me, is what bothers me is the hyper masculinity that we have as African American males. It's just like yo, if if someone is doing their own thing around you, why are you so uncomfortable? Why do you feel like you have to be aggressive for that person? What do you guys think? Uh, like I said, I think the education part about it, people don't understand it. So when you don't understand it, they just act ignorant towards it, right? So like a lot of the times, you know, when they don't, it's not standard for them, you know? So they automatically come at it like, oh, what's going on here? You know, you understand? So, I mean, it shouldn't bother nobody, but everybody, you know, it, we live in a society that everybody's judgmental. So. It's different when somebody's different. They don't and they, they can't. That's what I was saying. They, can't, they don't understand what's going on. The process. They yeah. automatically come in as negative. Mm -hmm. just because a person is gay or lesbian, don't mean they're gonna be into you. That don't have nothing to do with. Okay, I like you or which cause. But some people don't understand it because they're not educated enough, and some people can't dissect what's going on. And then you know, that's, that's, that's some true. people, some people from young, they 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 grow up a certain way from where they, where their parents teach them. So when they get older, they don't under, know how to separate. Like okay, it is what it is. You're gonna see gay, you're gonna see lesbians, you're gonna see straight people, you're gonna see whatever. Just accept it. Doesn't exactly. mean anybody's different. It's just what their preference is. You know. So that's what I think. Um, what what kind of like pushes me over the edge or kind of upsets me is. You know, it's one thing to be like, you know what, I don't understand this person's lifestyle, so I'm uncomfortable. But it's the over-aggressive, violent attacks we have on people who are homosexual or transgender. To me, it's just like, so let me get this straight. Because you don't understand what they do in their bedroom, now you're enraged to the point where you want to go out and kill this person? That's crazy. You're, you're, you're just as bad as someone in the KKK or a Nazi to me. You know what I'm saying? People be like, oh... Oh no, you can't compare the struggles. That's different. But I'm like, yo, it's being enraged, and you know, because someone's different from you, someone's living their own life. You know what I'm saying? Sexuality, sexuality is always a uh, drove people crazy. Like, 
it came back to like oral sex. It was like it was a time when, when women couldn't even do oral sex without being a witch trial or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, sexuality in itself just seems to like make people go crazy. They get these visuals and it's like I can't believe I'm picturing this bedroom stuff. Like I think I think it's just you know. You start visualizing what's going on in the bedroom, and you don't even know what to think of yourself no more. That's pretty much what we have. Thank goodness we don't live in those times anymore. What is this world without hat? You know what I'm saying? Like that's nothing. You know? <laughs> I'm glad I was born in the right time. You know what I'm saying? But but another thing that you know I read and, and maybe Lucinda, you could correct me or not. I read something about like um, it was like 60 or 65 percent of the transgenders who are murdered are minority or black. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel which leads me to say we're even more uncomfortable in it in our community than other communities are. What do you think it's, about it's that? It's definitely mainly in um, the, the black community. It does happen in, in the Hispanic community. It does happen in the white community. But in the black community especially because it's just this, this, this hyperaggression and a lot of people just feel like, I don't know if in our community, hyperaggression is, is linked to masculinity. Like it's like it's like it's women that like getting their ass beat because they think that nigga's a man. Like he a man because he whooped my ass. Like, mm -hmm. Fair um, stigma. Also. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know that's what I just understand. Like you know, us as a people, we we want to be given a fair shot, especially when we have interactions with police officers or people outside of our community. Not for but then we turn around and be aggressive towards people in our community. For, for, it's like, it seems like the dudes think that if they beat one of my people up, that's the evidence that, see, I don't like these people. I'm not with that. Mm -hmm. See, I don't take it in the ass. That means I beat them up, see? But that don't really prove that. Mm -hmm. But to me, it more makes me feel like, yo, you mad, uncomfortable, like you got something, you hiding yourself. I was yeah, why you have to go all the way out there? Why right. you have to go that far to prove that? I was actually going to say that. Absolutely. Think, about it, think about it like a bully, right? Bully when we was like in elementary school younger. A bully usually have problems within themselves, so how they project it is through beating up somebody or trying to find weakness when they have issues with themselves. So if you go out of your way to attack a transgender or a gay person, it's just like, why are you so uncomfortable in your own skin? See, well, a lot of people really just, some people, like a lot of straight people, I don't like to say, I don't like to put segregated terms and shit. A lot of straight people don't understand, like, it really is that real. When when the, the same person that starts with all that hyperaggression and shit and want to get violent, that's the motherfucker that's really gay on the low. Yeah. Or wants to and, and, and that's that, big, uh, the, big download activity, you know, yeah. it's just like. It's all, I'm trying to, I know it sounds like I'm trying to make put more on it doing no but it's like nine times out of ten that same person that's doing that they really want to get with that person which is crazy like you think in 2018 we're not in a place where you can live your life you can live who you want to be yeah. well see i came from like the street life so i i i've attacked a few gangsters out not to say i i haven't been with them it was one in particular i've been with and um I broke it down to him like this. I mean, how you gonna be repping your set and all of this shit, but then when you can't fuck who you wanna fuck? You ain't got enough heart to step up and be like, yo, this is what I'm doing? This is what I'm about? What you wanna do about it? Did he ever come out or he still... Oh, he came out, he came out. But after he came out, he was liking it too much. He, he was like, I get Because he was like, <laughs> I get the book. Nah, he was like, not like that. He was like, on a political level, like, like, it's, uh, he can get into an incident, and it's like, I don't even got to fight right now. I can just pull a gay car right now. I can just do like this, and the whole fight's over. This whole nigga gonna walk the whole other way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got the gay, I got gay powers now. I ain't got to punch people in the face. I can just wave my hand, and they'll skedaddle. So, so the next question I want to ask on this topic is, why does our culture and music perpetuate homophobia? homophobia? Like, I feel like, you know, just... How you know? Oh, he a f word, this and the other. Like you know, it's not sometimes not even used in like creative kind of ways. It's just like over, you know, hyper masculinity to to be like homophobic in our music and stuff like that. Why do you think our culture is happening? Music is is reflection of everything. I mean, I mean, there's some kind of activism in it, but I mean. It's like music is pretty abstract. You take what's, what's there presented to you, you pull it, you put it to some, to some music, to some melody. I don't feel like the music is really, so to say, promoting it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I get offended. 
like this, uh, I'll, I'll say this Styles P, that, that shit kind of pissed me off, because I mean, I like him as an artist. But with the, like, well, he got specific songs, he like, kill that faggot, but then you'd be like, suck my dick, like, I mean, just contradictory, like, I mean, yeah. I don't know. So as a as an artist, as a transgender artist, like, what kind of, you know, roadblocks have you faced as far as you trying to do your music? Um, I can't really say I faced a lot, because when I came out and started doing music, I came with a big middle finger. I wasn't looking for no friends. I came out here to say fuck everybody. I wanted to just put, I just had a whole lot of shit to say. And I wasn't really looking for nobody to, to love me. I was, I was looking for the hate. So, I mean, I, I got some really strong messages. <laughs> I got more love than I thought. I mean, I, I figured some people were gonna catch, but I mean, my message did catch on. Um, I know it was, uh, there's a few people that wanted to get me to talk to uh, some industry folks. And I think maybe the transgender thing might come, came in a problem there, but, for me, musically, I came out hard. I came out real hard. I wasn't looking for no friends. Yeah. So you don't think it's affected, you know, the growth or the spreading of your music in any way? I'm sure it might have done a little something, but I mean, in my eyes, nah, I forgot it. I mean, I wasn't going. They was going to look at me and be shit anyway. So I might as well just come out of here like fuck that. I'm not gonna come out here begging for nothing. Y'all already looking down on me, so I'm going. I'm coming up from the bottom screaming. And just being who you are. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Not worried about what people say. Not worried about you giving me anything. Yeah. Yeah. It just grind. I always feel like in music, you always gotta find your lane. It's the, I think when you try to be, you know, a mass appeal artist, sometimes it works for you. A lot of times it doesn't, right? Because mass appeal. People don't really necessarily invest in you, they invest in a sound and sound changes. I found, I, I, I really wanted to be true to, to hip hop and true to myself when I, I came into this music scene. And me and my producer, uh, Nicky Angel, we really cultivated the sound. And I remember um, Prodigy, Rest in Power, he was like, um, you gotta, when you get your lane, you stick to it. You don't change that shit, you stick to it and follow that shit out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, that's pretty much, I feel like I made my own lane. I, I didn't go looking for a lane. I just seen something, I had a vision, and I put it out there, and I just walked it, and then people started walking with me. It was it was kind of crazy, like. What do you guys feel about, you know, our culture and the music, and like how I feel like they kind of preach some sense, some sorts of homophobia, being homophobic in the music, especially hip hop. What do you guys think? I feel like, um, Maybe, I don't know who's gay in an industry like that, but I feel like a lot of odd people, they keep it on the inside because they're worried about what other people think. So like Frank Ocean, I love Frank Ocean. I don't care, you know, if whatever his sexuality is. I don't know how many people embrace it though, but. One thing though with Frank Ocean, I, I feel like, okay, we've, we've come to find out mm -hmm. that he's gay, but I don't think he's, he never like, projected himself for us to embrace it that way. It was just like, you know, he was a big artist and then he did that song. It was just like, you know, he's talking about a man. But mm -hmm. even Sam Smith, who's not necessarily in hip hop, like Sam Smith, you found out that Sam Smith was gay, but I don't think the way he marketed himself or projected himself allowed us to, to know that up front. It's sort of like they became hot and then you kind of find out later. See, what, what, I, I, think, what I think going on, a lot of what goes on in the industry is they kind of provide this, this line of a, a higher understanding, so to say. It's like, you can't call me gay if I'm fucking um, niggas in bitches. So, I'm not gay, because I fuck that bottle over. Mm -hmm. But I think society looks at it once you cross the line with the same sex, you're automatically gay. They don't look at no, it. No, but that's what I'm just saying. Especially uh, for According to like what it is, yeah. I could be like, I'm not gay because I'll be that, huh? Mm -hmm. So you can't call me gay. So I don't even have to tell you I'm gay. It's not nobody's business for a while. Yeah, yeah it really ain't. That's the thing, you know. It's it's sort of like the perpetuating the hate or the confusion that you have instead of like understanding people. It's just like oh, for me to be you know mega hardcore, I gotta come out and like diss a certain crowd. And then a lot of times these artists find out that once they're in the game, there's so many executives who are 
gay males or gay women that you stunt your own growth because you can't get into certain meetings after them. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my main agenda is uh, education, enlightenment, ascension. So I, I do a lot of uh, teaching in my music, and uh, it's okay for people to judge. I feel like judging is a natural thing. It, it's actually part of safety because sometimes you gotta make judgments. Should I go walk down the street or go? You know what I'm saying. Prejudice is natural. I mean, these things, it doesn't necessarily have to be a good or bad thing, but these are natural things that occur. That Now, the, the, the unnatural thing is to stay stuck on the, these, these first judgments and these prejudices. That's what I have the main problem with. Because I have my prejudices. You know what I'm saying? I have things that I, I had to work for. I had a problem with Spanish people. I didn't really like them at first. Cause I just felt like just taking jobs. And, but then I, I built past that because I didn't want to stay on that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you if you got these these whatever feelings about any situation, any people, and especially like the rainbow, you might want to educate yourself about it. You know what I'm saying? The more you educate yourself, that doesn't mean that you're going to turn out gay. Like, I mean. Yeah. So you mentioned the rainbow. As far as like the LGBTQ, I, at this point, I don't know what letters are there, what letters are taken out. Do you feel like? You feel like you have to identify with a letter, or you just like I'm just loosening the karma. That's it. I don't. I don't subject to a letter. I don't have to subscribe to any of these, you know, no, I mean, boxes. I would do that, but I feel like it, me doing that is disrespect to all the people that uh, unify these political movements. Like you know, what I'm saying, I would always say, I'm loosening the karma. I, I'm me. First and foremost, I'm me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So before you identify me with anything else, I'm me. See me first. Then we can talk about what I'm affiliated with. But as far as like being affiliated with the rainbow and the letters and stuff, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I respect I respect the political the politicalness of it. So it's like I, I'm rolling with it. You okay. know? So the last question I have is, and we kind of been talking about it, but this was like on this topic is why do discriminated people turn around and discriminate against other discriminated people? Yo, see, hold on. See, this is the problem. This is one thing I don't like about my black community. It's like we could just be a whole organization built around human rights, civil rights, and people would actually respect us on that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand why we don't have our own law forms or whatever, just geared all the way towards we're civil rights. We're subdivided. We're subdivided. We're always divided about, like, I. I mean, I guess people in general, but I feel like, you know, the black community, we'll, we'll always find something to segregate. Like the Caribbean people sometimes segregate against, you know, American-based people, or people really from Africa don't really respect African-Americans kind of thing. All I'm saying, the 400 years of slavery, that's pretty much a mascot for civil rights. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, to be black and not be the, the head of any civil rights movement, it just don't make sense. Everybody should be coming to us to find out how to do civil rights. But that's not what it is. I don't, I, I don't know. Okay. So, um, you know, what do you guys think about that? Like, why has discriminated against a group that's discriminated against, we turn around and discriminate against other people in our group? Like, why do you think that's something that goes down? Um, I, th I think it's just sometimes people got hate in, 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 in themselves and they don't understand they don't understand it so they feel like they gotta be negative towards others you know like I think it, it depends like with the whole transgender or homosexual thing like a lot of times people don't people don't want to be, be around gay people or um, person, you know because they don't understand it it's not they automatically think somebody's gay they're gonna come on to them or they, they're gonna act a certain way no like there's a lot of gay people that just straight and normal, and you would not know until they tell you. And a lot of people, like, and all African Americans, a lot of people are hiding. There's a lot of people that's not coming out. So when you're hiding something, mm -hmm. you always will go and be on defense. Like, nah, that ain't me. I'm not, I'm not worried <laughs> because you hide it. Why do you think they're hiding? They're hiding because their friends not, are not going to accept it. Their friends are not going to accept them. Their family might not accept them. And we're not there yet where people just say, you know, it's just me. Right. I was born that way. I feel like that ain't gangster, that ain't manly. You're supposed to be yeah, a man, you're supposed mean, to stand up for who you that's what, that's what I feel like a lot of times people mean? are hiding because people not people people can't just come out and say, This is me. 
yeah. because they're scared of what other people think. They're scared of the judgment of, yeah. of what my boss is going to think, what my boys who I grew up playing ball is going to think, what my boys who I work out with in the gym going to think, are they still going to work out? So it's a lot of things that they, they can't accept, so they hide. Yeah. I, I want to ask one question else, off topic, but this is kind of a spoiler. I'm watching Luke Cage season two. Right, so this is spoiler, so you know whatever. Yeah, I love that. I love that show. So never seen that the last episode. I've never, never seen that one episode. There's a character called Shades who, him and his I boy. I like him. Yeah, that's that's the dude. Him and his boy, we come to find out. I'm not even finished season two, but I'm. I'm, I'm not the last episode. But I'm saying that. <laughs> so, but we we find out that they, you know, they had a gay relationship in prison, but now that they're out, you know, they're Shades Shades is just like you know that was prison. Now we out. Now it's not the same lifestyle. How do you feel about that kind of where where um, Comanche was just like, no, this is me. This is who I am, in or out. And Shades was like, now we did that to survive in prison, but now that we out. We I was thinking that something was happening, but I was like, I don't. I ain't gonna say that because I don't think this show would have that in it. But then when it happened, I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. Like they made it like. Yeah. But because it, yeah. now we live in a, we live in a day and age where it's just like we have to tackle all the issues. So now a lot of times the shows are talking about the police pulling over people, brutality and stuff, right? Yeah. Because we need our art to, to show light. We, we grew up, when we were younger, leave it to be all this, that's before our generation. We're showing this vanilla, that's not everybody's life. But now you need to appeal to like, yo, everybody's going through it, you know what I'm saying? So what? So a person like Shades, how do you, how do you feel about that kind of behavior and that kind of mentality? Is it like you think it's... Cowardice? Do you think it's just you know another level of download? I think Shades was a person trying to find itself and and his place in life in general. Uh, there was a lot of coward in him, but at the same time he had a lot of heart. So he was he was just left at an imbalance, and that goes beyond um, his gay relationship. Everything like everything ain't, ain't about being gay. A lot of stuff. It really comes into um, people being true to themselves, and there's a lot of people that that just don't know how to do that, or they they just don't have the heart to do it. Like they'll do it behind closed doors, but they don't have to start to be who they self, who they are in front of other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? What do you think about? After this question, we're gonna go to your, your question, right? But what do you think about the how society is just like if a woman is with another woman, you know, she's. She's she's bi she could be bisexual and come back and everybody's cool, but a man can't really be bisexual and welcome back into the fold completely, you know? Like for women it's just like, oh, women are allowed to be bi curious and no negative ill will towards them, but if a man's bi curious he's he's automatically a homosexual. So what do you think about that? I think um you start giving these ladies threesomes. That's how I feel. Stop, stop making it all about you. If you want to have two dicks in the bedroom, go, go, go. go. What the fuck? <laughs> so is that is that simple? So, I mean, like as far as double penetration. As far as the, you know, the the political the politically incorrect of us, you know, allowing women to be experimental but not men. Like, do you think it's just? you know, more of the, the fear kind of thing, or... Is I think the way men, in general, the whole concept of being a man is kind of fucked up, like, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't... It's like men are just, like, put into this tight little box of what you can and can't do. I mean, it's like women got mad accessories and shit, like, I mean, it's like, niggas, you can, you can only do but so many things, you know? That's true. That's mm -hmm. true. Like when you think about fashion, you think about like there's so many dope women bags per se. Like all these different designer bags that women can have, and then like you know, for men, with a, a, a messenger bag. Oh, that's a man purse. <laughs> and now you now you get destroyed for that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You can't wear certain colors. It's just like it's like it's almost like the whole man culture is made to suppress the men. So now we're gonna move on to a, a, a segment that you know what, due to us getting hit on the side, Amanda, Clifford, myself, sometimes Sensei, who's not here today, 
people message us and want to ask us questions so we can ask with our guests and just the audience to discuss. So we're going to have a topic is like, you know, ask the views from the friends on squad any questions that you want. So Amanda took the time out to print out some questions. She's going to ask the questions and we'll all answer. We'll all give our opinions on them. So okay. Go ahead, Amanda. All right. So, um... My boyfriend has a screen protector and is always hiding his phone. And when we are sitting next to each other, he responds to a text. Uh, and he responds to a text. He's always turning it at an angle. Should I be concerned that he's cheating on me or texting someone that he's not supposed to be texting? So, do you if, guys... If I can answer, I'll, oh, I'll jump anybody in. Anybody jumps in. I, I think part of it could be something going on in the side. Okay. Part of it could also be like, you know, sometimes we're talking, like me particular, I always say that sometimes me and my boys are talking crazy in our group chat. Okay. Sometimes some of the stuff we're talking about, the pictures being sent, I don't necessarily need my wife to see those pictures. It's not that I'm actually doing something dirty. Right. But then sometimes people are just like, yo, they might become conversing with the side chick. Might be sending spicy messages back and forth kind of thing. Right. So... I'm not gonna say she's 100% wrong for feeling that something's going on, but it not necessarily means he's cheating. Clef, what do you think? Um, to piggyback on what brother was saying, I think I don't think it's the cheating part. I think it's just a basically privacy, right? So the phone, a lot of times, what's what's the reason you have a lock on your phone? Not just because you're you're doing something that uh, you just because of. You want your you want your privacy. Certain things you don't want to see. So well, I also think like you know, locks on the phones could be if you lost your phone, someone else can't yeah, get that, it. Yeah, that too. But I'm saying like, I don't think necessarily it doesn't mean that the person is cheating or whatever. You know, sometimes, sometimes your your significant other could be in something that he don't want you involved in. You know, it don't gotta be cheating wise, but it could be like a business that he's doing something that he said, you know what, this doesn't needs to be involved in my home. Let me just keep that separate. Some you people feel like there's no privacy when you're married. You know, no, let, me, let me jump, you let me jump in. <laughs> I, I want you guys to answer this too, right? But let me jump in and say this. Why do we have to care what's going on on the next person's phone? It's just, I know, I know. That's I, insecurity. You know like, you know, like sometimes, insecurity. sometimes me and my wife, we're, we're laughing. I'm on my phone a lot. I'm laughing and stuff going on the phone. And sometimes she's like, what's so funny? And then I'll tell her. Yeah. But it's just like, if she's always investigating what's bringing a smile to my face, it's just like, be secure in yourself. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, personally, I, I'm not with the insecurities, so I don't really check in people's phones like that. But at the same time, I think people should be bold in whatever they do. Like, so someone you're talking to or maybe dated for, well, I was, they've been, I know this person, so um, they've been together. So someone that you've been with for a couple of years and every time you guys are together, like you're turning your phone and stuff, would that bother you or you wouldn't even give a fuck? I would feel like, why, why the fuck is you doing that? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. just, just be like, yo, what's up? I, mean, I don't even care if you have another thing. I don't care, I don't care what you do. I don't really care what you're doing. But you're not gonna make me look stupid about it, right? Just, just say what's up. Just, just be bold. So you rather the person disclose that they're out there doing something, and then you could deal with it versus the, the sneaky stuff? Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, I'm on. Or would you think that they're doing something sneaky if they're doing that? Would you? Or you? That whole act of doing this is sneaky. <laughs> all right. Forget about all the extra shit. This, this right here is some sneaky shit. You gotta let people be individuals. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's sort of like, not don't be a stupid and a fool and get cheated on, but at the same time, yeah, it's that's the like, case. Take your ass out the room. Go somewhere. That's more suspect. I think my wife think it's more suspect than me doing this kind of angle. Than me to be like, hold on, I need to step out away. Hey, that's the straight up secret stuff. Nah, nah. Well, how do you feel about it? Okay, now, certain things excite the imagination. Okay. When you're doing something and you're doing certain actions and motions and you're putting it in somebody's mind, they're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? That's automatically starting the problem. 
if you want some privacy, it could be to talk to your job. It could be for any reason. Excuse yourself. If the person's not secure enough to respect that, then they have a problem. Yeah. Just be bold. Whatever, you, whatever you with, just be bold about it. Yeah, yo, I, gotta know. I mean, say what it is and be about that, and that's that. Yeah. I, I still feel like people... People gotta be individuals. People need a chance to be themselves. Yeah. Well, say that. Sometimes, sometimes my wife is having messages <laughs> and she laughing and stuff like that, and I'm just like, you know, okay, cool. I won't be like, what you stuff like that. Sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah. Why not? You don't want to know what she's laughing at? You don't want to laugh too? <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, to me, it's like, it might be insecure because you ain't even asking. How about that? That's reverse insecurity. Yeah. Maybe that's passive insecurity, right? Oh. <laughs> Passive security right there. Yeah, you want to go to the next question? Next question. You guys are ready for the next question? Yeah. Let me hear. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, I read it. My wife and I have been married since we were in our early 20s, and now we're pushing 40. I'm I'm not not attracted to her anymore because she's gained weight and lazy as hell in bed. I'm not sure how I should approach the situation, and it's driving me to cheat. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We ain't got I'm not even done yet. Wait, 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 wait. Look. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You going to wait? All right. So we're going to send to be the first person to answer this question. I know, you're going to answer it then. All right, driving me to cheat, though I have not yet. She doesn't shave anymore. She doesn't get her toes done or her. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, let her finish the whole question so then you can you can decide. She's become overly comfortable and lazy and everything. I'm not sure it's repairable. What should I do? Take the mic. Go ahead. <laughs> you took off the glasses for this one. Yo. This is about to get serious. I don't understand. I don't understand that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you'd be married to somebody that you can't express and be who you who you are with. That, that's the whole point. Of, if you're married with somebody, you're supposed to be able to be true. You know what I mean? So if you want to get some other stuff or whatever, either she's going to be able to handle it or she's not going to be able to handle it. And then y'all need to take it from there. But you're going to sit there talking about how she's like, you going to rip your wife apart? That's like, come on, man. You're a clown, man. You can't even I go feel like, it. to be honest with you, nah. I'm going to keep it all the way above. The longer you are together, the more hard it nah. is. The more hard it is to I break, speak to break out certain things like that. Because certain things is just like... You mean break out of comfortability? Like not getting... No, just because just like the way you read, started that relationship. Read the person, read the person for, you know... Because a lot of times, I don't know this particular case, but a lot of times, with time, especially if the women you're with have kids, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't always bounce back after every kid. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So certain things, the weight game. They happens. do have kids, by the way. So now, now, now the woman you with is a mom, so it's not a priority to get the nails done and and and, and do certain things at the same time. I'm, I'm a mom. Because so you're yeah. supposed to be able to talk, talk to your spouse. I, I yeah, like in a in a real world, in a great world, it is like that. Right. Yeah. But like no, no. I'm the, but I'm saying, as a married, I've been married going on in April will be ten years. I know. I have to tread lightly because a lot of times when you were ma- when you married and stuff like that, you know, the sex slows down and things like that, and you can say certain things that land you in the doghouse. And that body come out. <laughs> sex slows down, body yeah. come out. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like you know, lingerie starts to dissipate before lingerie used to be like all the lingerie used to be every weekend or every other day, and now lingerie is like for birthdays. You know what I'm saying? Things slow down, so he has to tread lightly. My thing about my advice to him is just like, you know, he has to also check himself as well to see, you know, what things, is he doing things to make her feel sexy? Is he doing things to motivate her to continue to, like, be the best person that she is? Because sometimes you've been ignoring her way before you started complaining about it, right. and it made her say epic. You know My advice was, I was mm-hmm. saying that he should work out with her. Um, like, you know, like, baby, let's go jogging together. Let's go walking together. Let's go take a bike ride. Or let's go get a, a pedicure together or something, like, to boost it, you know? I mean, that's how I feel they should have together. Well, we can start together. hiring some babysitters, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Kipper, Kipper's another married man. And he has a, a young baby at home. So you, you could definitely um, talk about this. I think it's, you know, you definitely got to communicate and you're married and, you know, sometimes people get comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. You, you just feel you're doing this person. 
I've been with my wife. I've been married going on. My anniversary is actually Wednesday. Oh, I've been married. Thank you. Congratulations. I've been um, married going on four years, and I've been with my wife almost 10 years myself. But in relationship, we both get comfortable, right? But there's certain talks you gotta, you got to have, and then you can't let the person think that it's personal. It's not a personal attack on you. This is what you got going on right. because it's what I need. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially when sometimes women are have a new kid or what you call it, the guy could be working like whatever, schedules on me. But that lack of communication is gonna communications is what's gonna save your marriage and gonna not gonna make the temptation just for you to go outside of the marriage, right? So I think when it gets to that point where you feel like, you know what, something's not being needed, you need to express that to them because that's why you married them. But you know, for better, for worse, everything you got. So, so when you can't say to the person, "Oh, she gained sixty pounds, I'm out." You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Because you gotta she, adapt. You gotta adapt. But you, what you gotta do is say, "Babe, you know, you, you remember we used to be so fit. You gotta make it seem like you, you even if you in great shape too. You gotta make it seem like if you slacking too. Babe, you remember we used to be more shape. Yo, we gotta start diet together. Yeah, Working out week. together. Right. Because yeah. now. I don't like that shit. Now, now, I can tell. <laughs> now, it's like he's willing yeah. to even put the thought in his mind to go elsewhere instead of working with somebody that he's actually been with and built something with. Almost like that's it's premeditated. Ridiculous. And that's the he thing that He wants to go somewhere else. So that's right. not just her. That's he the thing that guys do that. kind of fast. I'm not going to lie. It's just like guys will make up in their mind that yo she fell off i'm gonna start doing my thing on the side i get maybe women as well but it's just like how many times have we had that conversation but if you I, i'm a dedicated and, and loyal lover so it doesn't really matter Aww. to me like whoever i'm with they're gonna get it i'm gonna give it up that's what I, that's what i do because i'm dedicated to that person so i don't care they fucking lost all their limbs. They still gonna get this dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm polyamorous, so it's like I deal with multiple women. I don't like to deal with multiple men because it's just mentally, it's like I'm not really with that. Like I mean, but uh, for me, dealing with different women is a natural occurrence for me. So it's like I don't really have that problem, and I let people know from the start. And for me. I think it spices up the bedroom because sometimes I might bring somebody else into the bedroom and I don't do that on a uh, based on my needs. You know I'm saying I talk to the my partners and I'm saying say you see what's up and it's it's it's, it's a, a, a group decision. It ain't just me like yo we on this what the fuck we're doing. Like, nah, that's not how we do it. You know, I always I said it last week. You get what you negotiate and not necessarily what you deserve. A lot of times we don't negotiate bringing extra people into the bedroom in the beginning of the relationship. You can't be 10 years in and think that your wife or your partner is definitely going to be cool with you bringing somebody else in. How you come into the relationship means everything. And, and I'm a big fan of when I start my relationship, I come in ugly. I don't, I, 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 I made that decision a long time ago. What do you mean by coming ugly? How do you? Because everybody likes to come. He shows the faults. He shows his faults. Yeah, everybody likes to come into the relationship and be like, "Oh, they're all sweet," and then like a year after, now all the hell broke loose. No, I come in as hell. (laughs) Then we get to the sweet stuff. Okay. Sweet stuff after that. Except me and my hell phase. I think, but you know what? I I think I'm speaking as a married as a married man. I think like (laughs) people, we get comfortable, and that's that's where the cheating involves. It's, listen, you could fit, listen, it's natural. You could be married to somebody and that person could fantasize by another man. You could fantasize for another woman, right? But you know when it's good, you're going to communicate to make sure you don't step out. A lot of times people lack communication. They don't even have that conversation to say. Sometimes you, you, you might not have that conversation because you're protecting that person. Mm-hmm. But protecting the person is going to lead to bigger problems, right? Because sometimes you might be protecting them saying, you know what? I ain't gonna tell which course. But now you're cheating. Now all kind of other stuff is being involved. And y'all got kids now. So, you know, it's a different ballgame. I think the best policy is just communicate. And even if it hurts that person feeling, let them know how you feel because that's gonna save the marriage or the relationship. And that's how I feel. If, honestly, if a man is dedicated to his woman and uh, he got a side chick and he's flipping them jacks up all types of ways, He's gonna come home with some sex moves for you. Cause for all that stuff you do on that, he's gonna try to hit. 
I, I totally agree. My, my, my objective is to get you off first, and then I enjoy myself. Yeah. Because because oh after my you God. get them off first, they're gonna, I feel it's more likely for them to have multiples uh, while you enjoy uh, yourself. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. guys who rush to get themselves off first, you're killing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you need to get her off first, and then, you know what I'm saying, as you getting yours, you might get multiples, and that's how you hold it down. He's so busy talking about how he's not attracted to I don't think he's noticing that she's not attracted to his ass. Exactly. And another I want to say on relationship, I think people take too much ownership over people, man. It's one thing when somebody willing to give their stuff to you like that, but it's a whole other thing when you're talking about if you're going to be with me, you're going to be like this. You're going to be like locked up in this cage, you're going to go nowhere. Mm -hmm. That's, That's crazy. Annoying. And, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm an exception because I've never been in shape my whole relationship. It's not like I was in shape and I fell off. But I feel like it's too much pressure for a woman to kind of maintain a certain thing where men let themselves get beer bellies, wear sweatpants, stop dressing fly, and stuff like that themselves. But they feel like, you know what, I don't got to be fly. She has to be fly. Yeah, well, but I, like, like I said, like, I think in both parties, people get comfortable, right? When they, when, when you, when you feel like that person is getting comfortable, the conversation needs to be needed. Even if you feel like it's going to hurt the person, sometimes you got to hurt somebody a little bit just so you don't hurt him a lot and step out. That's how I feel. Well, let's you answer, then we'll go to the last one. Why is the word getting comfortable? That doesn't sit well with me, because it's like, comfortable is supposed to be a good thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know how like, everybody has a happy fat? Like, when you were born, you happy, young, you start you got, off, and you all fall, and you guys are getting happy, everybody's all fat and jolly. But the reason why people say comfortable, because people stop feeling like they have to impress their spouse. Yeah. They get comfortable. They oh, get he, he's not going nowhere. He's not going nowhere. This ass feels bad. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that a lot. But yeah, he ain't going nowhere. This ass feels bad. So, Amanda, ask the last question. I'm not going nowhere, but I'm fucking somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I might come back home, but I'm elsewhere. I'm, 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 I'm in these streets. Go ahead, Amanda, ask the last question. All right, um, the last question is, my girlfriend just moved in, and I felt like I needed a woman, <clears throat> and I felt like I needed a woman's touch, but... She's overly decorating and is pissing me off. I also feel like I'm losing all my privacy in a long time. I know what I signed up for but by us living together, but damn, it's overwhelming. I feel smothered. How can I explain to her that I need some kind of alone time and to ease up on the female decor without hurting her feelings? Stop letting that pussy turn you out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel all men, all men go this, especially when you get like married and move in and stuff like that. Most of the stuff that you had, women consider shit. They don't say nothing while you're dating because it's not her place. But as soon as it's her place, a lot of this stuff you want to hold on to, your couches, sometimes clothes and stuff, all of that gets to a wrap. I say to my advice to him is just like, yo, either he creates like a little man cave, man corner that's just completely his, and the follow up, like, dude, who gives a damn what kind of curtains you have in the living room and stuff like that? Like, yo, don't fight those kind of battles. Win the war. Get you a man's space that she's not allowed to touch at all. You're allowed to I do get you a key. According to the wording of, of the question, I don't think he wanted none of that at all. He wanted in-house pussy. He yeah, yeah, yeah. But it comes, it comes with a price. Everyone thinks that, you know what, the best thing about someone moving in with you is just like, yo, now... I don't have to travel to go get it. <laughs> but there's also a phenomenon that once it's in-house and you're going to see it all the time, the person feels less, you know, excited to just always give it up because it's going to be there tomorrow. It's going to be there later, so there's no desire <coughs> to it. So, men, if you think you move a woman in, that's just going to be, now y'all going to become nymphomaniacs and y'all going to have bunny season, <laughs> you might have that for a week or two. But then it becomes normal, and then it slows down. So really understand what you're getting when you move somebody. <laughs> Bro, a lot of people not that good at sex. That's just the bottom. Facts. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, like nobody knows. Situation. Nobody really <laughs> no, knows that they're not good at sex. People just trying to accomplish their yeah. nut or, or get satisfied. The horror. You know what so saying? what about the alone time? Like when. I mean, he also stated that he doesn't have enough alone time, so... He's trying to beat off and watch porn. No, listen, the alone time don't even have to be sometimes sexual, right? Like, the, the, the problem is, uh, is uh, a lot of times, lack of, lack of communication, right? Like, so, you're moving this person in, so now you gotta, you, you gotta make certain changes in, in sacrifices, right? But, and the one thing he could do is tell her, is that what you 
What do you do to tell this? I'm, I, you know, I know this. I know you moved in. And I appreciate that, and I always want to be true. But I need to dig in myself, you know, just to, you know, clear my head sometimes. And it has nothing to do with you. It's just because I need that that space. And it, it it's nothing personal. Sometimes somebody move in and they do smother you. You don't really. They changing the whole house. You eat like your, your bowls are not on the same side. You can't even get Captain Crunch because the bowls is on the right yeah. side. It messes all. It flushes you up. But if you communicate and tell them straight up, listen, I want you to move in, but this is how I like certain things, you know, don't touch this. And then if, I, if I could be slick on helping him. He's a single dude. He need to be single. Like, but, but, <laughs> no, but that, that all has, that eventually has to come to the end, right, for the majority of us, right? Because, you know, it's cool to be single. It's always cool to be single, but at the same yeah. time, it's a progression to want to have someone. Yeah. He has to make her. Not necessarily. But he has to make her see that, that you know that she needs her girl time as well. She he has to remind her about the activities that she gets down with and find the time slots like yo, why don't you hang out with such and such during this time? I'll do my own thing during that that kind of time. If you just make it seem like I want to leave your ass home and I want to go do something, then it's more offensive. But if you can remind them of the things that they can do, then it's mutual. Y'all making this into a damn relationship. This ain't a relationship. Why he moved, it is a relationship. He's not worried it like that's not his roommate. He made it clear like he look. I, I brought her here for pussy. She wasn't supposed to touch shit. <laughs> See that's who came in. If you think if you, you know can get away with that, you came in here as a hoe and now you acting like a housewife. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some people get away with that, but I don't uh, think that's the dynamic he knows. Can we read that question again? Look at the psychology to that. To the psychology to that question. How much time we got, Mark? You said it clearly. We only got like five minutes, so so repeat the question and then. Okay, my girlfriend just moved in. I felt like I needed a woman's touch, so he did. I touch. I needed a touch. But he said my girlfriend, which means they're in a relationship. But she's overly decorating and it's pissing me off. That was the whole purpose. I also feel like I'm losing all my privacy in a long time. I know what I signed up for by us living together, but damn, it's overwhelming. I feel smothered. How can I explain to her yeah. that I need some uh, some kind of alone time and to ease up on the female decor without hurting her feelings? From a psychoanalyst's point of view, from a psychologist's point of view, the first thing he said was I needed a woman's touch. And everything else in that letter included, quote unquote, what a touch, you know, typically when you, but no. So being that he didn't like none of that, yeah. What it says is the touch that he wanted was, that's what he wanted. Is that how you guys read that? I, well, well, because we're both married, so I think we, we, you know, from experience, I get it. Like, you know, a lot of my stuff, my wife is like, this is trash, this is not coming with us, this is garbage. They're trying to be nice. They're trying to be nice. I don't like my wife's touch. I don't like it. None of my shots. I got a little bit of This ain't his wife. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, okay, with my experience, I've lived with an ex-boyfriend before. Um, I like fresh new things. So we have, we're financially set. I'm like, yo, let's go pick out a couch together. Let's go do yeah, everything. Like, He's probably not going with her to pick out stuff and expecting her to come back with, with stuff, stuff that, that he likes, likes too. I didn't ask that's that his question. fault. He's not kind of stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to say stupid. I'm thinking he's, he's, he's a rookie to the game. My thing is, don't lose the war. You know, you're not going to win every battle, but try to win the war. So certain things like, yo, certain things that's just not important to you, like curtains, you know, plates, decor, stuff like that, cool. But certain things like, yo, I don't want to have rainbows and popping and flowers all over the place. I need some neutral stuff. But he has to be man enough to step in and say, look, we're going we're gonna to buy these things together. Sounds like Because power. I think he's leaving it to her, like, yo, go ahead and decorate. I need a woman's touch. I don't think but he's then he's not communicating what he likes as well. I think she's just doing it on her own. Yeah, but he's leaving, he's leaving her to make the decision. A lot of times men be like, sure, honey, whatever you want. And then when it comes back and it don't work, it's your fault because I, you said whatever you want. I think he goes to work, he comes home, there's no shit in the house, period. All them questions are people who do not know how to express themselves. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Well, you know what? With the time, that's going to be the end. Thank you so much, Ms. Linda, for coming through and blessing us with your opinion. I want to take the time out for you to shout out how people can get in contact with you, how they can find your music, or what you got coming up. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. 
I'm on Twitter, I'm a few other places. But all you gotta do is look up Lucinda Karma. Find me on uh, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, uh, any like major music network. You just Google Lucinda Karma. Google Lucinda Karma on Google. You find me. I mean, I'm not really hard to find. I mean, and I, I go, with, I go with the breeze of the wind. <laughs> you know I mean, I just get in whatever I get. Do you have any projects coming up soon? Uh, I got some albums I'm working on. I mean, I don't think I don't know. I got I just got some, like more music stuff I'm working on and uh, some videos I got to put together. Okay. All right. Do you have anything you want to shout out? I need to go work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I don't have anyone. I have a shout out today. Mm, I'm good. All good. All right, so you know, next week we're not going to be doing a show. We're gonna um, be at the boat ride. Ladies, still boat ride is the not too easy Sunday boat ride brunch. It's on July 22nd. Is leaving um, out of the Brooklyn Army Terminal. So holla at ladies still if you want to get a ticket. I'm going to be on the boat ride. I believe you guys are coming as well. So that's what we're gonna do. And you know, thank you guys again for you know coming through, showing us support. Go out there, Google, listen the karma to see, you know, what she got going on. Join her, her Facebook group because she be talking craziness in her videos. <laughs> I, I, I wanna know her from her craziness in her videos and her music and stuff like that. So you know, and like I tell everybody every week, go out there and chase your legacy and not liabilities because your legacy lasts longer. We out. Peace. Peace. I want to take a pic, a group pic, before you arrive. When you do have a practice,